Hello and welcome into Collection Time Only brought to you by SoRare Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdinho on SoRare. I am inside. Joining me today is Nepenthes, who you can find as Nepenthes. He is also inside. We also have Gator Guy 231 Keith Jamison, who is not inside today. How about that? Not I. And I'm in short sleeves. Short sleeves. Oh, it's and it might rain. Right. Florida what? life. Yeah, there, there, there's an epic storm potentially. <laughs> what could go wrong? We'll see what happens. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming in. Mike Bastin, first in. Tobias, let's do some collecting. Love that. Liam, George. Oh, Nep even commented himself. Here from Nep Stream. Thank you for doing that. Pepita, Olaf, it's Wilson. Once, uh, Thank you, to everybody, for coming in. Um, we had to jump right in because Nep was saying something just before. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's hold on. And Keith was like, push the button, like, get started. <laughs> so Nep was like, I need to decide if I want to ruin Haber right away in the stream or not. And Keith and I were like, obviously you do. So Nep, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I was watching the strategy show, which is less of a strategy show these days because there's not really much strategy discussed, especially when you have Haber on. But um, And more of uh, just, a, just a gathering, which is fine too. We love watching you guys talk about Surya. Um, And Haber said he hates it. And it felt like, like a genuine personal insult from Haber. He hates it when I get a card and I win a card and I say, oh, that'd be good for cat mode, right? And I think I need to just discuss the difference between a card that's good for cat mode and a, 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 a like a cap mode card, right? There is a difference. A cat mode card is something that you go out of your way to buy to fit into cat mode because it's got a low L15 or they've just come back from injury or they're AAA and Keith Jameson's got 700 of them in his gallery that he's trying to sell, right? Like that, that's like, that's a card that you like, okay, yeah, that's a great cat mode card, but it's only good for that one cat mode, right? The guys that you win, the tier fives, the tier fours, sometimes the tier threes that are like L15, 25 to say 45, 48 or something. These are great for cat mode for one sole reason, especially when you've got enough of them. And of course, we're talking about collections here, right? When you collect enough, because the way I build cat modes anyway, the way I do my lineups is I put in a goalkeeper who I don't care what game they've got. They're just going to be the goalkeeper because, hey, you never know. They could get 100 or not. Just like lowest L15 goalkeeper. Then I'll pick like two priority players. And then when I've got like one space left, outside of the extra and I put in like a striker that I hope can hit a deal or whatever. I, I am not now in control of what I've got left to fill the cap. And when you've got an abundance of these guys that are good for cap mode, you know, they start, it's like, yeah, okay, this guy, might, he might be garbage, but even if he's hitting his L15 of 37, that's exactly all I want. There's almost no downside and there's loads of great upside. And so he's really good for cap mode when you've got a lot of these guys because they fit Whatever you've got left, you've got a guy for it rather than having to go and buy a guy for it. Couple comments. I mostly agree. But I'm going to make one, I think, clarification here. I think you're talking about like a 240 cat mode guy and like a 220 yeah. to 270. Like, we're, beat the game. Like, like legitimately yeah. just beat your L15. Okay, I can accept that. But like, going into this 220 comp or the 270 comp, just like that middling defensive midfielder, no sets, that was like 45 to 55 and his L15 is 47, that's not going to cut it because you just don't – you're not getting the upside. 
Yeah, no, no, that I agree with. Yeah. Okay. So really, it's just a definition of what you threshold guy. You meant by threshold 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 guy. guy. So cat mode. (laughs) But there's three cat mode options, (laughs) right? And only one of them is applicable. Two of the three, it doesn't work in. So if I had to ask you a question, is if it is it a cat mode? Yes or no? I would ask you which one you're talking about. Yeah. So, so Nep, I don't know if you ever, I when Capmos first came out, uh, I don't remember it was Andy or myself, but we anytime you get a really really crappy reward, it was like more of a cap guy, cap boy, and then it became like more of a 220 guy if you really sucked. But but in all actuality, like like we just said, and even what Haber was saying, it doesn't really work. Because you know there are certain guys yeah. that you line up that literally will wreck you. Into and, and uh, yeah, and especially now as people a limited are so much cheaper, and b people play this game more efficiently than ever before. Um, like it, it's it's getting to be a point where you yourself included, you are prioritizing two twenty, and when you've got people that are actually working hard to get that first place, and any chance you have a winning or reward, just throwing a team together is only ever realistically going to be a tier five or a tier four. It's almost not worth playing. Oh, we've got a guest. We've got a guest behind Keith now. Who's that guy? I, I mean, out, out in public, <laughs> out in public. Sean, Sean wouldn't know, but. Do I look like I'm in space? My bad. Somebody, uh, who said that? Oh yeah. Outside time only. Are you allowed to be outside? What does Sean think about this? <clears throat> anyway. Um, Keith, I like that you left out the fact that we then started calling people who were not good at so rare cat mode players. Um, oh, I forgot or cap about that. Guys. <laughs> but anyway, so I I get the always having a guy that just fits, but I think that overstates either overstates their value or understates the value of others who fit better. Yeah. But then it comes to time, doesn't it? Like, like at the moment, because of how much like effort and energy that I put into FC24, I don't have the time to even like get on Soradea, click on find the AAA guys, and then try and figure out what kind of team they would go in around there. I just don't have the time. So I'm like, these guys that I get, they're like perfect for me. Because I'm like, right, I've got like 42 left. Let me just go on Soradea, filter it to 100% guaranteed to start, double check that with other like sites that give like the opinions okay he's guaranteed to start he goes in it's safe right it's just safe um and it might not be optimal but i've won more than haber so i think my opinion's more valid (laughs) i i i'm 100 percent in agreement that like as i'm listening more within 240 yeah like yeah which which is fair yeah yeah target score like also to a degree 270 and here's why 270 you can you can not even probably you can have a dnp and still come first if you just get that captain right right if you've got like three big hitters and one of them's your captain one of the guys that won cap 270 super rare had one of his game weeks with a dmp one of his qualified game weeks had a dmp in it I once picked the, all the right numbers for the lottery, but I just didn't play it. 
Yeah, but that like <laughs> this guy had a DMP and still, do you know what I mean? And still I, won, I, right? I think that's I think that's, that's the difference point. between something has happened and something could happen. And just like it's happened. So now I don't think it's ever gonna happen again. But if you're getting a guy that just gets 45 or 42, and you've got a captain that hits like 90 or so points, and then a couple of other bangers, that 45 actually goes a long way. Because once you start pushing up towards the upper 300s, you're starting to get towards that tier three, tier two in cap 270. And if your captain's already covered off like 160 of those points, those 40s and 50s start making a big difference, at least in my experience with 270. I think I think you're mostly right. I, I think the DMP might have been a little bit too far, but like you can still do well. Like to your point, reserve that dude when you're looking through your lineups. Be like, yeah, he's good enough to be like in All Star Rare or wherever, but he's actually going to be more important to be my cap 270 captain because like to your point, you get a hundred out of that and you get 150, and then like, let's say he's in your collection, and now you're on like 160. There you go. It's golden. Like I had the one time, what was it? The I had a Teddy Tuma super rare and cap 270, nailed 100. It's like the one of captain. I think it was like 197 points. I think the rest of my team was garbage and I still got a reward. So I think we we talked about this a few weeks ago, Keith, with Neymar when he was the zero and a lot of people were playing him in 240. And it was like, oh, wait, he was like almost guaranteed for 100. And it's like, if you just play him in 270, you get the 50% bonus. Like that, I find that completely unnecessary and stupid, but those it are is, the rules. It is you know the, the, the camo, right. though. I've got a 270. No, I've actually got a 220 lineup, Super Air 220 for this month long. And I don't want to play it because it is, because of Ramsdale, it's so far under the cap that I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I just should have a goalkeeper there that's got points on the board because. I'm literally like 38 points under the cap. And I'm like, man, if I just get a 30, an L15 38 goalkeeper instead, surely that's better. Well, you'll need it next week because the Rams will not be 38 and not playing. Well, he, he might be. He might be 38. Oh. He might just be not, not playing. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be, he won't be <laughs> playing. Yeah. He might be a 38, though. Haber has a suggestion of just playing better outfield players. But I've already got very good outfielders in it. That's the thing. Because like internationals is great for like, drawing down that L15 on some players, especially like players that are kind of like big players for their club, but like, you know, not the not plays now, but Zellarian, he got like 28 points internationally last week, last game week. Like that just drags him massively down. Yet if he was back at, in the MLS, that, you know, he's like 80, 90 points at club club level. And I've got a lot of players like that that have the, uh, the really low international scores and a really high club scores. Can we actually pause and talk about this? Because Charlie just put in the, the text too. I feel it. Obviously, this is a DFS thing forever and ever. Why does it? it, it, it Charlie, I'm not making fun of you. I 100% feel it too. I'm like, I can't waste seven points. And this, this is one of the reasons why the other the old modes were better, right? Because you didn't need to hit a cap. You, know. you needed under, right? You just needed well, two guys under 40. Like, they could be 20, 28, 35. They were just under. That's all you needed. Think about now still an all-star and stuff. You don't look at the cap charges that you're doing. You just play the best guys. Yep. I don't know why it stresses us out. Yeah, it does. It's mad. And then sometimes, like I, so I put together my cap 270 super rare team for this week and i was like this is just too good i was like these players like i need to actually put these players in like 
Rare Pro or whatever it's called these days. Because like, I, I feel like even in like in Super Rare, like I don't have the premium pieces. I've got some some good pieces, but even in like if somebody's just going to have like Sean's just going to have like some dumb two seventy lineup that I can't compete with, even if my team does well. But like pro rare pro level, these super rares have got like a lot better usage. So I'm looking at like this insane cap two seventy lineup, and I'm just like, nope, can't play it here. You think? So you're saying that you have like two good supers and not five? No, no, I've got, I've got, I've got, no. Let, let me build it. I, th I think it was actually even. Uh, it was. It was like pick. It was like scored at like eighty six or eighty seven for a cap two seventy. Yeah, it just sounds like you're saying that rare plus is easier than cap 270. What I'm saying is if I should have these players in rare plus because they're so good. And all five of them, right? Because I've got like one Japanese goalkeeper that, that's in there. Like, so yeah, that that's where I was kind of like going towards. So I, yeah, I'll mention this because we kind of talked about um, underdog a little bit yesterday on LTO. Yeah, I watched, yeah. And that was like a big thing and like still is a big thing with a like game theory is because most people do go ahead and just go with all of their top guys in rare plus and like you're like they're legitimately awesome. Well, they're a little less awesome in rare plus than they are maybe in like a cap 270 cap 220 place where people aren't playing those cards because people are always putting yeah rare plus first so yeah. like you switching up the order there is actually a really good game theory element too that you're like you know like like uh Laird just said nobody was playing namer on a zero in 270 that one week yeah even though like he was probably the best play just because they saw that zero they're like he has to go into 220 or 240 i'm not gonna waste him in gas three i'm not gonna waste him in 270 so like that's a good like but is that a waste anyway? That's what it's because it's not he's, though. <laughs> just because he's zero. But, um, but but you think about it too, and like these like one week, like once we're actually out of the elements of like the long field tournament, but we're just one week, very top heavy, right? Like yeah, you know, it makes sense if you're like I got a one percent Neymar in here. We don't none of us ever never really think about that, but as we keep getting bigger. Like that one percent Neymar and that type of competition, and you're like, and the other people might not be surrounding him the same way I can. Like, it's a big deal. It, it, it can be. My, something must have changed in my gallery because it's now only an eighty-two uh, team, and one, and it did have Denny Poanga in there, and it now it hasn't. So somebody must have got injured or something that can't play now. Nep, you you mentioned Ramsdale before. I noticed that you bought a Ramsdale limited the other day. Yeah. Keith, have you looked at the Ransdale chart recently? No. So I bought, I, I bought Nopper before I pumped him. So, so Nep bought uh, where I'm trying to find it here. Nep bought it for forty bucks. That's um, what the price we were looking at yesterday. <clears throat> so there was an auction was that it, ended was this it morning. New one, new one or old one? Yeah, for, for, for the collection. New, I actually bought one. off the um, yeah, the buy the now. One. Yeah, the buy now. Yeah. Oh, nice. There was an auction that ended three hours ago, Keith. How much do you think it went for? 52. 76.19. So I just have to sell him, don't I, now? Like, uh, like because like, what, what's the prize table? What's the prize I table mean, for this tournament? I mean, Nep, Nep, just work another hour. It's okay. 
76 19. Granted, somebody spent 58 after so, that. God, I wish we could see the buy now because I showed you guys this earlier. I did a buy now on one of my uh, Hamburg players, and the buy now was actually below the auction because there was just a bid that was in. I wonder if that happened with Ramsdale that moment. Somebody did a buy now for 67. So it did happen. Wow. But I should sell on Friday, though, shouldn't I? I yeah. so, so I'll tell you. I have seen it inverse. I, I I think there's some actual credence to Thursday selling and sometimes Thursday being the peak because a lot of people think Friday is the peak. And, and, then, yeah. and then, but then the market floods. Yeah. So yeah, everyone's selling Friday. <laughs> it, it all depends. I think the fact though that we have like a double degen week. Yes. So like, like, like it's one thing if there's one degenerate thing to get you. It's another thing when there's two that could really pump these prices. I need to finish top 60 in a prem comfort. Yeah, I'm 100% selling them. Both of them. Well, there you go. And then I'll buy them back in a couple of days for like $7. Yeah. Would, would you exactly. have been using like, it? Yeah. Exactly. Would have, Nep, would you have used it for 220 rare? Yeah. Okay. But, so Nep has one rare and two limiteds. So Nep, where are you playing these? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and again, because like having like I don't like L15 zeros because it messes up everything because it allows you to put in really good players that should be in really good lineups, not in cap 220 or cap 240 lineups. And so, like I say, like when I'm able to now like put Denny Buanga and Hector Herrera, who both have L15s of like 70 something into cap 220, it's a bit of a problem. Why is that Self a problem? created problem. It's not really a problem. <laughs> it, but, but it is because their upside is minimal. Yeah, like, but if it's you it's likely they don't even hit their 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 L15. Nep, easy solution. Well, first, if we want to, we can get into that conversation that you said we didn't have yesterday later on that. But, you know, here's an easy way to not play them there. Go set the bigger priority lineups, use them there, and then you won't even see that they fit in your 220. Yeah, your well, that, that's what I started doing when I started rebuilding my lineup. So I was like, let me just put Ramsdale in like champion, champion Europe Rare Pro and not even have to worry about him for camos. But now even for the Rare, I'm thinking to myself, like, maybe I should uh, I should just be selling that. What the Ramsdale Rares rare? are not selling. Like, nobody's buying them. It just sold for, oh, yeah, 316. The floor's 572. Right. I paid 741. I've won some stuff with him. So if I could, if I listed him for like even 500 and somebody did like panic buy him, I'd be able to buy him back for like 200, 200 bucks like the day after and just get like that big swing. I agree. I think he's definitely, <sighs> if you're not using him for 220 or like, I think really he's a 220 play this week more than anything. Yeah. Um, I, 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 if you're I not really using him there, just you probably should sell him and just buy him back. Yeah. I'd contemplated using his rare in 220 rare and using like a superb limited. Um, but I have, because of collections, mostly I have way too many rares. I don't, I almost never put a limited in 220 rare in any week. I think that's wrong. Yeah. That's why I never win anything from it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shared this yesterday, but my favorite in 220 is set like the four guys that you really like there that were left over and then you just go see all right i have 47 left then you just go to pick scores 
see who the top 47 is and just go buy them in limited. Yeah, but that requires having like a balance. It's like two minutes you know, of work. Two no, minutes. But like it just requires having a balance in your in your so rare wallet. No, it doesn't. Oh, it yeah. requires a credit card. I literally asked this question last week. Do you reinvest or do you sell to buy? And on that instance, I will just constantly be reinvesting. And like I, I typed this out in the Discord we have yesterday, and then I didn't send it in the end because it was really late for me, even though it probably wasn't for you guys and you probably was around to read it. But I know, I know we are like we meme about this all the time, like you just never withdraw. But what's the goal? Like, what's the end game? What is it? Yachts. When is it when it? do you start withdrawing? <laughs> yeah, but when do you, when you can't like are, like I feel like at the moment we're a little bit in a race at the bottom. We're so rare, and I feel like me reinvesting more now. I'm just never going to recoup that reinvestment. Like I have to kind of like stagnate here, use what I've got to get as much back as possible, and get my gallery valuation somewhere alongside what my investment levels have been. So that if I did want to just be like, "Hey, Pavel, can you like bend me over?" Then I'd be all right for it, right? But like you know, when I'm looking at auctions right now. Like David Raya Super Rare is on auction and it's already at like 1.6 ETH. And I already think that's way too much for him, right? I think that's way too much for him. But I'm probably going to bid on him, but I'm never going to recoup that, <laughs> right? So, like, why would I even get him? What's the point? Like, wh like when am I actually going to start seeing so, genuine what, returns? What's the reason you're bidding on him, though? What's the actual reason you're bidding on him? Uh, partly because I need a Super Rare goalkeeper because I'm about to lose Clark and uh, Langerak. And I will and Guzman, so I only have uh, Providell left. So I need I need like a new goalkeeper for like winter months, basically. Super Guzman's back in January. I still need the goal goalkeeper like December then. Um, bye, Keith. And then partly because uh, <laughs> oh, is it well, Guzman gets games like now as well, doesn't he? Like they're about to yeah, start yeah, their they playoff games. But I'm just saying they come back like the second week of January. Like they come back before some of the European leagues. Oh, okay. Uh, but I still need for like All-Star Rare Pro 240 and 270. Um, sorry, All-Star Super Rare 240 and 270. Yeah. And so uh, that's one of the reasons. And then also partly because something that I didn't account for. Oh, we've had a settings change. Nice. Um, something I didn't account for was how unprepared I am for this Premier League tournament and how I don't even know if I'm going to play it because I've I've got some I've got Declan Rice super rare for that that league like that season and I'm like there's a there's a couple of super rares I'm looking at where I'm like okay I could I could get the three super rares real easy but then it takes away more pieces from other lineups in super rare and because I'm quite heavy in like Americas for super rares I've now lost a lot of my like key pieces. Did you just consider that you could just have fewer lineups for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. But that's that like that's painful, answer. isn't it? That's terrible. Oh, it's answer. awful. Absolutely awful. I, I was gonna say the easier solution is just don't buy Raya. Yeah. He's overpriced. He is, he buy, is massively overpriced, yeah. Just buy one of the other goalkeepers for half the price. And then when because right now we have the full out EPL punt. Like, yeah. if you're not buying an EPL card for the competition, like, don't even bother looking right now. To, to, um, to, to the point where I was actually considering selling my Super Rare Declan Rice. If you go, if, in fact, if you want to divulge for the stream, Led, and go and look at the Super, the last Super Rare sales of Declan Rice. 
the honestly, my Gary valuation to the moon, baby. It's oh, not the worst move. The, the hardest funny. part about selling a card like that is just the willingness of somebody to ever want to sell it back. Yeah, yeah, getting it back again is going to be the problem. Like it's 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 arguably the best time to do it. It's just those type of cards of premium players. It's really really difficult to get them back because once you know a whale gets it, they're just like, but, why why do I need to sell it back? There'll be an, another mint eventually, and that's the thing I was looking at with Raya. I was like, just don't buy this one. Just wait till the next one comes. This person's now got that Raya. They won't be paying this price again for another one. Just wait. But yeah, that that Declan Rice, you did, yeah, you did, Chan. Yeah, now 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 I could make like twelve hundred bucks if I sold him now. Twelve hundred bucks, Chan. The twelve hundred bucks profit. So why why do you still have it? Uh, I'm just kidding. It's Declan Rice, isn't it? He's only twenty four. He's got at least like forty years of utility. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so when are you getting out again, Nick? <laughs> oh, what? As, as he as he drops to forty years of utility. What if the realistic answer is you're never getting out? If the realistic, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at that. I'd be okay with that. Like I would regret my first eighteen months on so rare and the mistakes I made and the money that I put in during that time period. But everything past that, I think I've been a good so rare manager, and I, I think if I withdrew if i just deleted that first 18 months in every capacity i think i'm in like really good positive equity from what i've bought and what i've won i think we all just look have to look at the beginning time on so rare as like our education we pay for that education and then we end up you know the education is usually never worth it i literally could have paid for my kids to go to private education (laughs) for the amount i've invested into so rare In, in answer to the, learned. <laughs> I mean, Nep, in answer like the original question, like when do you get out? Like when you decide you're not I mean, my honest answer is when I decide I'm not enjoying it anymore. Yeah, that's fair. So 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 like Lauren Lauren was explaining my wife was explaining to her dad about so rare, and he was asking like how much I'm like making off so rare. And like obviously it's it, it's it, you can never rely on it because you could go six months you could have the best pieces in the game and go six months without winning right but over the last like four months i've been winning several thousands of dollars at least each month which is really yeah. good and um it like she was explaining like about the bigger galleries like sean size gallery or you know some of the galleries around like the sort of like 200 ETH gallery and uh, he was like well why don't you just like what would he get if he was there and i'm like like in in theory you know you could win like if you look at the discrepancy of like like the best card at super rare level that you can win versus the best card at rare level, you know, some of those tier one super rares worth like five, six, eight thousand dollars. Whereas the best rare, unless you get Bellingham or Mbappe, like it's just like what these days, like fifteen hundred dollars is like the, the best that you can win. And so th- there is definitely like I'm I'm on that kind of like precipice of either actually investing like a good like 50 in super rares and starting to try and dominate the super rare division and actually make some very serious returns with some big cards or just completely like this is me sell everything from this point on and just withdraw at the rewards that i get i've got i'm kind of i'm not there's no middle for me at the moment <clears throat> 
That doesn't support <clears throat> collections very well. Did, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, he bought all the collections. Now he's like, I have my collections. Now I'm just going to see what happens. I mean, I'll, I'll let you go later. That's all I had. Oh, I thought you had it. I thought you I, see the, the one thing I think is it actually kind of, I think is wrong way for people to look at it. Like I get why they do it. It's going to not probably age well, but the whole, like looking at your gallery value every single day, seeing the, the small increments or should I, probably more like that more often but you probably should be looking at like if you're looking at it as an investment you probably should be looking at like cash flows generating yeah. and if you didn't if you didn't actually give a a crap what reward you got and you yeah. just saw the reward as a dollar sign and you yeah. just insta sold to a bot at whatever amount because it you could have gotten zero and yeah, instead you got 170 dollars and well, that car's worth 200 and Basil will only give you 150 But well, 150 is greater than zero. But if you just showed it as a cash flow mechanism, then you could actually chart out like, all right, put 80,000 80, in, but I'm at zero. If it all went to zero, there's zero, but I can generate this much cash flow in two years or whatever. Right. So, so what, what are the ways, and you, you guys can feel free to use this for your significant others or family members if you want to as a way to... No, no, we them. keep them in the dark. I lie. I mine. <laughs> Mine's um, just like... You're not broke yet, are you? No, yeah, you're all right. Lauren, Lauren was like asking me a little bit about so rare and how it works, and she does. She just can't get her head around it. And I, I was literally like, like, think of it not like because I was like explaining how you know I've invested like hundred twenty thousand pounds. My gallery's worth sixty thousand pounds or so, but from extracurricular so rare activities, whether it be brand deals with them or uh, like affiliate, I'm kind of like net zero if I sold my gallery now through my entire so rare experience. So I was like, don't like, I was like, we, we have a property portfolio. I was like, don't you like, you don't care where the housing market is like, I mean, you do, but you don't whilst you're renting them out. Right. Because you're getting that cash flow. So I said to her, look at this as a rental or as like a property that I bought. So I bought these properties. They generate me X amount of income per month, give or take based on performances. And then hopefully in five years that will be on a you know we might be on a down now but it will be on a steady incline and i'll still be generating rental income from these like properties and she kind of like clicked with her how this is working then that in spite of the fact my actual gallery valuation is down 50 percent on my investment it can still generate money each month you can churn you can still withdraw which is good but in terms of the actual cash flow so i have started listing up a few things that i got for even for like 20 quid and 30 pounds and stuff just to start putting it in and you know it does all add up but there's a couple of accounts and i think one of them was mentioned on one of your streams last week and i looked at the account and i was like impressed with it but there's a few accounts i've stumbled on over the last few weeks and they have like when you look at their so5 stats their gaming yield is significantly higher than their rewards valuation and i'm like damn that's that's the one isn't it because you are just cash like what like i guess you're just farming like it like the 240 yeah like 240s or maybe like you know hitting top 100 in um limited or top 300 because the cash is definitely worth more than the card that you get there as well unless you get like right to the upper echelons and i'm like like mine's in the reverse like my gaming yield is just just over half of my rewards yield and I'm like, maybe I should be focusing more on just getting that gaming yield back than anything else. Where you came to that conclusion, what, three weeks ago? About the game, like gaming so to yield? Focus, no, to focus on your 240s. 
and making those one of your your first. To be honest, like as soon as they introduced the thresholds up to, I mean, they did it to Uniques. I wasn't playing that, but as soon as the super rare one became a thing, that's where I wanted my best cards to go. Because regardless of card prices, like how many times have you won a card and it was like exactly the card you wanted? Not like a card that you wanted because it was expensive, but one that you were like, I went to, I needed to buy that card, but instead I won it. It's happened to me twice. I have go, since sold both of them. Go, go, go to my gallery, please. Do you finally get one? Oh, I got, I got the greatest one. My most recent reward right there. This guy? You click on him. Oh, yeah, you click I'm on not, him. Oh, no. And then you click on View Associate Collection. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he's like their guy. He, he only started getting minted super recently. Oh, he didn't wow. have a card before. So even though he's only like a $20 card, mm -hmm. he is yeah. absolutely somebody that I wanted. So, so that's my favorite thing about it is your gallery is packed with like really, really, really good cards. And you are so pumped <laughs> yeah. to win Boateng. Who is that? God knows. Nana Boateng, his name is. He's, he's, he's brilliant, obviously. So you're like super psyched about that. That's why you stick around so rare. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Also, yep. we didn't talk about it yet, but we're going to find out tomorrow what we get for being collection gods, aren't we? <laughs> what is your expectation? As I, as I sit outside... As, hold on, we have to take a moment to realize I'm sitting outside of a hamburger place. Yeah, I could, I could do a hamburger right burger. now. Yeah, I yeah. One, yeah. What is it, Starburger? Um, Fritz said he used to play for the Rapids. I, he looked familiar. I just wasn't sure if it was the same one. Um... <clears throat> Anyway, I want to, oh, to go back to the gaming yield thing, I realized that particularly with the super rares that I had, they were probably not going to win me rewards that were equal to the threshold. And that's when I was like, my top lineup should be cap 240 super rare. Based on my results, you would think it was my fourth or fifth priority because I never win it, but <laughs> I try really hard. And so, and I think there are a lot of people who play the game just for 240 and if you're looking at it from like an actual ROI perspective, it's absolutely the best way to play. Yeah. Your upside's obviously capped. I mean, you can obviously win a card in 240 also. You can win like a Bruno Fernandez if you're really you could. good. You could. It's another one I probably should have sold. Um, but yeah, I, I think ultimately that's the that's and where I, knew, I think you're gonna get the most yield. To go collection too. I really like. I um, got really pumped yesterday because building my 220 limited, uh, my Hamburg collection fits perfect. So all the guys are they have a great matchup. All the guys are like 10, 11 percent. So that's like a huge points advantage. But you know, collections. You've said this for a while. Neps collections for 240 are actually a mini cheap code in there because you are gaming the game, so to speak, with your XP. Yeah. Yeah, you get all the benefits. It's not just 240. All cap modes. No, all of them. All of them. No, right. Absolutely. Well, I, But again, specifically, the other ones aren't yielding mechanisms in terms of just pure cash that 240 is. So if you're just yeah, looking yeah, like pure good. cash flow. So Tuggy was saying it doesn't matter if it's gaming yield or reward, reward yield. Yield is yield. The problem is, is that the yield is literally better in threshold. Can, okay. All right. I, I have a soapbox moment. And I would love like you guys' opinion here. 
This has bugged me eternally. He means we. This is. He hopes that we agree with him. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I, I I want validation. But you, you both do this exact same thing. All of us do the exact same thing. But you get a reward. And it's kind of what I was saying earlier. We should technically almost all just like bought it right away. But we don't because we're like, that's last week. That was a three hundred dollar card, and it's two hundred dollar card now. I am holding on to this sucker. You didn't have it five minutes ago and now you're freaking married to this card because you you feel the valuation was higher you didn't even know this dude you did not know him and now you held him and now he's in your gallery a year later and you have used him one time in cap 220 it did not work out well why the hell do we do this to ourselves oh that you've you're, just described to me yeah okay the, thank the you. best yeah the best with that also keith is it like let's say you win a card that we think somehow is valued at like $150 and somebody's like, I'll give you a hundred for it. And you were like, you will you're not offended. because you I offended. won't take that. Right. You're yeah, offended. You, you and want then, me to block you? That should be the wrong responses. Do you want to be blocked? Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> be blocked with that, with that offer? However, had Sora been like, instead of this card, we're going to give you a hundred dollars. You'd be like, bank give it. Me that. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> Literally every, every single time. Like, if you had the two options there, which Tuggy had mentioned to me recently, I'm like, they'll never do that because everybody will take the cash. Everybody. Everyone, yeah. $150 card or $100 cash. Everybody's taking $100 card. Yeah, the, the bots do that to us, and we're offended. you you got to factor in, though, if you sell a card to a guy for like $50 less than it's worth, and then you click on that card like a month later, and he's just dropped hundreds and won this guy loads, you are livid. Whereas I, if you just got a hundred dollars, you'd be like, "That's fine. That card doesn't exist now." Gotcha. Yeah, I did that today. I sold to John McGinn, and he was like, "Nothing." And he's been the best player on the platform since I sold him. Hold on, Larry. Tell the story in the entirety of how you showed this to me. It's better that way. Uh oh, like the scores. I I don't yeah. think I can. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Like I just. So I won this John McGinn rare and I remember Quinny was like, that's a great card. And I'm like, it's fine. It's like not great. Cause like all I look at is how has he been scoring? All right, let me see if I can get it up here. If he could do this right, it's so much better than this one. I'm just angry about it now. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody was like, no, he'll be good for euros. And I'm like, I can't think about euros now. It's, I don't remember, September? And I was like, what am I doing? All right, let me see. So I showed this to Keith, and I was like, this is John McGinn before I went. And, and my exact response is, man, I thought he was a lot better than that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is John McGinn recently, since I sold him. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine decisives, including some over internationals, and like 25A in every single game. Yeah, like I literally like sold him, right? Was that the line? 29 the last score? Yeah, 39. Sold, and I'm like, I'm out. 76, 78, 56, 47, 71, 83. It's just... Now, his, not, his, not a single DNP or bench in there either. Here's, here's the thing though, right? And I don't know this is if this is my warped mentality or Sean's fault, but someone's to blame, right? When I look at even scores like that, I'm like, that's not even good enough to really win you anything these days. Yeah, Sean like, he doesn't you. have Sean anything. Yeah, he, he doesn't even have a single 90 plus, not one. 
And this offensive 60 L15 cost, which was probably like 38 when I sold it. (laughs) I think uh, you guys looked at a card yesterday on CTO, or it was from the the strategy show, and you, Led, looked at this card that was absolutely abysmal, right? And he had like he'd only just been playing like the last 20 game weeks and he had like two 60s and nothing else and he was like he he's not bad and i was looking at this card thinking he is awful i can't yeah i can't remember who it was now that sounds it, like it, it was on lto sounds... it was an lto yeah it must have been who someone who has like a good pick score this week yeah and... um yeah it was actually yeah and uh yeah, so, but like, so hey, like, hey was right to a degree. There's, there's some players I've escaped from, but I bought uh, Alvarado, and man, that kid just decided he hates me. And you didn't playing. buy just an Alvarado. No, no, all I mean, of his friends too. Yeah, but on the flip side, the Liga de Kio goalkeeper is now the. I think he's the number one goalkeeper on the platform. So you know, he swings around about us, doesn't it? Sure. Well, you sure. the the problem is the coach hates you too. Yeah. Oh no no no! It's, it's like uh, like you know like Channy Channy always stands by the eye test. Channy's always like just if before you buy like a big purchase, just watch them. And I'm like, look at his scores. You don't need to watch this guy to know he's like insane, right? Yeah. The first, like after I bought the collection, I started watching them. He's actually awful. Like he's just I don't know how he got those scores before because he is genuinely awful. That um. Who does that? Haber had him. Was it Marlon? Yeah. And he was like, Marlon yeah. is the one who. And, uh, and he was yeah. like, I watched him, and he's like, there's no way that he actually earned these stats that they are giving him. Yeah. Also, uh, Marcal, the other that you spent yeah. Leon, he he had insane scores out in Brazil, and now he's just he can't even get game time. So on like the Haber comment with like the Marlon, we, I used to I, I noticed this more like in DFS and so rare, but there would literally just be certain games that the Opta guy or gal, it was just like, I love tackles. And like, you're watching the game and you're like, and the guy that sticks on my head was Wilfred and Didi when uh, Lester was up. He would have games where he had like 13 tackles and it's like, he does not have 13 tackles. Like that's not even possible. And right. literally, like on, on sober on DraftKings, are worth one point. Like, how the f does Wolford and Didi have sixteen DraftKings points? You look down, it's like thirteen. Ten tackles. Yeah. I'm watching the game. <laughs> you didn't even have that many duels. <laughs> they just go I like this from Josh so Shextels. I have fifty cards that I'm not selling, waiting for them to hit form. When they hit form, I won't sell them. I'll use them until they're out of form, and the cycle continues. <laughs> I wish it's a little long for a T-shirt, but that should be on a sober T-shirt. <laughs> You, you could just do like a diagram for it, couldn't you? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now we're thinking. Faber said when they were reward top collectors, the LDU players will be managing Nep's channels, doing his laundry, and pretty much working. <laughs> so what do we think we're going to get? Like realistically, what are they going to give us for being such great collectors of these storied clubs like LDU, Kyoto, Quito? Keto and Midland and Hamburg. A so rare cap. You you don't with I don't with the club logo. No, also? just a so rare cap. Just the cap. I think I think there'll be a chance for like tickets that you'll never use because that seems to be like something that they get from all these clubs. If like you've, I've seen. I feel like I've seen a lot on like Twitter with like random people that are like 
yeah, Silver contacted me to go to this game, like this Luton game. Or they have a lot of tickets. For the game. They have a lot of tickets, I think, for a lot of these leagues. So, so I think they're going to offer that up. Nep, I was going to say how many times, but I'll just ask, when was the last time you looked up flights from London to Ecuador? Yeah, I haven't. No, never? No. Come on. I haven't. He doesn't even want to bring that to the dinner table. He's, he's like, so uh, I know I've been thinking about a trip. Like, you were just talking about how much you wanted the warm weather. Ecuador, Ecuador is yeah. nice and hot in Ecuador right now, I'm sure. No, well, they're going to play against um, one of the Brazilian teams that won the Sudamericana, aren't they? And the, the one that the, whoever won the Libertadores, they get the game the like because they won the Sudamericana. They, they get, get a that, Super like, Cup. Yeah, so maybe that'd be a fun one to go to. Don't don't show her the Brazil police the Brazil Argentina match from yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I, I'm asking this because I'm adamant that because I am a higher. Midland collector that I'll be given the opportunity to get a jersey, and I want to spend my coins on a jersey. Is that unrealistic? I, I don't think it's unrealistic. I think it's I, I do think it's possible 100 because everyone's That's... partnered, aren't they? As a collect, like if you can collect them in collections, they're partnered with SoRare, so it can't yes. be difficult for SoRare to be like, yeah, we need a shirt for this guy who's basically saving this platform for your club, right? Um, the thing that I'm worried about from a selfish perspective is if they don't reward last season's collectors because my Arsenal super rare and rare last seasons. So if the new guys only get the benefits, I'm going to be very upset. But if it is last season as well, I'm going to get two shirts. Two I think Arsenal you're going to get the opportunity to buy them with coins. I've got the loads of those. Don't worry about Me that. Too. Yeah. I've been saving for a day like this. Well, actually I was saving for the fitness, but outside <laughs> of that, I've been saving for a day like this. XP now, man. I'm saving right. for the XP. I really Maybe should be they saved the good shit for content creators so they can provide marketing for it. I mean, we're literally, what are we doing? Why are the three of us not wearing jerseys of our collector things right now? Uh, mine's gone now, but they did send me, to be fair to them, an Arsenal signed jersey. So I did. So, <laughs> not a cap, though. I would it's be not wearing even it right his now. Channel. <laughs> I have two caps. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's sad. You have a you have a Nico worn cap too, or just Nico handled cap? Held, Nico held, yeah. Nico held cap. So, like, I know they can't, but this would be cool if they could to reward collectors to collection N. Right? Is take like a worn jersey, cut it up, get a card, put it in a card case, put the jersey in the card, get the so rare card. And I know they're not allowed to because then it's a physical copy. But if it's something that you can't use and you can't buy and it's just as a gift, that would be cool, wouldn't it? You know, you're a top collector of things. Here's your one of, yeah, here's, you know, here's your full Michelin collection. And each of these cards that we put in this box has got like worn jersey in, in the card. Boom. There you go. That would be a cool, a cool gift. Because then, then you're not, you're not using it as a product then, right? So surely it doesn't have to be licensed. Like if I printed off my own card, and put it in a box and did exactly what I said and just put it here and was like, hey guys, look at this really cool so rare card I've got. Am I gonna get like a knock on the door, like Panini being like, Hello, sorry. <laughs> Can we have that? Because <laughs> that's not Can allowed. We have that? <laughs> <laughs> so I, 
I would wish you, you guys... hadn't said all of that because anything that happens now is such a disappointment. Okay, yeah. can I can I can I start the disappointment then, real quick? What would you guys be happy? Underwhelmed? What if like it wasn't those? What if you got like a a badge, uh, in-game badge that says you're the number one Arsenal collector, or like a special banner? No, we've been talking about that for a while, but like a way to customize your club shop that actually indicates like, hey, I have one question: Is it an NFT? sure then yeah i'm all about that i i think that would be awesome i remember you and nc laird's like give me the jersey or give me death <laughs> hold on come on come on no you come on <laughs> how come yours does it that's, that's outrageous he, he owns this space no do you know what's really happening yeah, channel, he's got I'll his son this. sat right next to him on the mouse and he's like when i do this you click that. <laughs> you click that. Yeah. <laughs> the first time that that happened, that on stream, he did something not not thinking it. I think it was like the uh, the balloons came down. I lost it. I, didn't, <laughs> I had I, no idea. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm like, what's going on? Um, real quick, I don't know if you skip. I um once put this in chat. Twelve seventeen. Dan answered on Twitter. If there are old season kits, they are bound for that. I'm guessing that season's collection. So that's cool. Oh, Dan yeah. answered that. If they're old season kits, they're bound for that collection. Oh, okay. He also nice. said, well, I mean, I guess it is kits. I guess it's not an NFT. But. Yeah, he also said they have one one and up to five per club. And it was like, one? You do like a licensing deal with your club and you get one jersey? They're expensive. They, is that days, signed, you know? though? Is that one signed? Oh, it's just, just a jersey. Wow. I saw, I saw John jump in the chat. You know, John John, John took all this. Yeah, speaking of getting free shit from SoRare all the time. Hello, John. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't want a badge. No. I have a badge but it's not that a nobody badge. else it's can NFT. get. It's an NFT. I don't you, care. Don't, you don't have the NFT of that burger. Don't you dare. Oh, can you put, do you have one? Can you get one? Can can you can you go put it on OpenSea and sell it to me? I don't want to sell it. It's priceless. <laughs> Hold on. The, the burger one though, this might be the the hor you know, the whenever they post something, you get the comments of people taking the pictures. I actually may just take a picture of a burger <laughs> and say see. <laughs> Try it. Try it all you want. Then put it on your, your profile on Sora. I'm sure they'll good. Um Probably yeah, could that's my problem. Is I don't want a badge. Like I can put the Midland badge on my account right now. But, but what I if it's not a badge? Account. Hold on. What if it's not a badge? What if it's like beside, like more room that says, you know, I don't know. I don't know how they can make it cool. Don't don't have to be that far. But like that identifies mm -hmm. you as a top collector. So what I think they need to do is literally make it a badge and not like your, what is the avatar basically? Right. Like right. I, yes. what if I just had all the badges right here that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah i'm thinking like a boy scout vest where they yeah. get a badge for every time <laughs> you do something that's what i want what's it called an what was it an office space i'm blanking on the term the flare flare yeah yes that's yeah. exactly what i want some so rare collection flare great term that'd be cool the, that the, would be the, really the, cool the the fact that it's just first again like if if it's only first or up to five and it's only shirts, 
I think this is another case where Sore have like a, a good like premise of something and just a terrible execution of something. Because surely the the point of giving to your top collectors is to incentivize collecting, but there is no chance. Like like now, if they start doing this with shirts, who do you think is just going to go and buy all of the best? Like who do you think is going to go and get number one Man City collection now? Like it's just going to be some whale. They're just going to be like, I, I just want that shirt. So I'm just going to go and get it and nobody else can get it. And oh, again, when is the time stamp for number one? Because if like, if the number one Arsenal collection is, let's say tomorrow, I, I get eligibility to buy a shirt because I'm number one and they do it again in like three months time and I'm still number one. Do I just get another shirt? Like, do I just get endless shirts for the, the history of the remainder of so rare from, for being number one? Or is it like you've had yours, so now number two gets it the next time? Are you more likely to keep your collection if you knew on the first of every month you got a new jersey delivered to your house? 100%. I'll just sell them yeah. constantly and just reinvest into new collections. Yeah, That's not the point. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, and, and I'm, I'm not necessarily against rewarding top collectors because they should be rewarded but i think that one yeah once you only kind of like segregate it to the top collector it kind of loses its purpose of driving people to collect in the first place because getting to the like top five you could work towards that like maybe even go top 10 you could work towards top 20 in limited you could work towards like a little bit of dealing a little bit of trading getting that really cool auction that pops up or you know when the liverpool collection came out it's like okay i can now get a few missing pieces to push myself up into that barrier to get a reward and whereas you otherwise wouldn't have even bought those cards now so i've kind of got you okay yeah do you know what? i'll pick those up i'll push myself up and like now sorry i get that double win because you spent again um but if it's just first there's people that are just so significantly far above other people yeah like in terms of points that you couldn't physically get first unless you bought their collection from them. It's funny you say that because I told you guys, like I can't become number one in this Midland collection. And I was like, well, do I even keep going? Do I just sell it all now? <laughs> the answer is no, because I'm financially dead from it. Anyway, uh, Charlie <laughs> said, I feel like they've over-promised when collections first came out without knowing what they were actually going to reward. See, I feel like I mean, they didn't overpromise because I feel like we haven't right. been promised anything other and than like, wasn't hey, the, was the prom hold on, wasn't the promise XP? Yeah. Like when I collections so. came out, the promise was you get this and your player can get more points. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. How do you also define the biggest collector? Just the person that spent the most money? Yeah. Or the person with the most points or the person with the most cards. Is Pavel going to be sitting there drowning in jerseys? Drowning in jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Powell, Powellshop.com. Yeah, he, he just becomes now. He becomes a jersey supplier. <laughs> just has an online store of like seventeen thousand jerseys that he's got mm -hmm. to sell off. That'd be brilliant. Do you think he would I do bulk trades too for that? Yeah. Like, let me give you my three K League jerseys for one. Bundesliga one? Yeah, but it's got a tear in it, the Bundesliga one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking through his collections here. Um, he's got a lot. Like, these are all 5%. Until you but but that doesn't show, actually, the amount of cards he's got, does it? That just shows the amount of... Collection cards, that's right. Yeah. That, 
that Qatar custom series is a special one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, he's missing one. Yusuf Hassan. Also, go- he's only got the silver versions. Ugh. Should we go buy up all the Yusuf Hassan <laughs> and, just, and really just hold them out? Th- those were fun, weren't they, for a, a hot minute? And then something happened a few months ago, and people started buying them up massively, thinking that they were going to be useful for something. Can't remember. But I, I started getting like crazy amounts of like trade offers for all of mine. Really? Yeah. Hope you accepted. I did not. See, see, th- things like these, even I know they're like, they are NFTs, but they have zero value or worth. They are in some ways like more meaningful because they're the sort of cards that in 10 or 15 years are, are going to be worth something, even though they don't have any meaning because it's going to be like, I got the first ever, you know, World Cup Qatar insert player and you can't get that anymore. I was the first person on the platform to build a full USA collection. See, now okay. imagine, where's your badge? See, where's if you my got jersey? a badge for that, no, no, but wouldn't a badge that said you were the first person to do that, that'd be actually really cool. Or not, so, I, I don't want to use badge. I don't know if we, we said on Flair, somebody said blank, Somebody said pin. Any of that. I like the pin. idea of a pin. I like that. Yeah. I think those ones were awarded, the mints were like all over the place, weren't they but, as well? Yes. But seriously, like looking at the screen, there's so much space. Yeah. There's so much space. And I'll give you if you could actually like drag it and you decide yeah. where it would go. Oh. Yeah, like you could put it like around guys. around the burger, I think, maybe. I think we got so, here. Here's the play, right? You have like a game page for collections. And when you get a, either number one in a collection or just like five percent collection, you get the pin for it and you put it in the game page. And then when you collect a certain amount of collections you get another XP point. Exponential collection XP growth. Charlie said if they sent you a satchel with pin badges on all of your collections, would you wear it? Absolutely. Only in public, though. Yeah. On on every damn server stream. (laughs) Would, Would you pay for a badge or a pin because of your collection. Like only people who had a certain collection score were eligible to pay for a pin or badge. Would you do it? I asked about cash or coins. Cash. No. 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 No, not 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 when you've spent all of what you yeah. did and you bought all these like aka worthless or useless cards to get. Yeah. So it was like, hey, thanks for giving us all that money for those pieces of crap. Now buy this. Nine ninety nine. Yeah. What does it do? I thought maybe I solved the microtransaction problem, but apparently I didn't. <laughs> no, I think I think you would actually get a blowback from that. There, sure. there, there are very, very, very easy microtransaction things that they can put into place now that don't have any real impact because it's kind of briefly touched in there with the ninety day thing. Just make it like ten cents to remove the ninety day need. Ten cents. That's it. People will go crazy for that, but because then also they could like buy and sell, and be like, "Don't worry, I'll just sell it now because it's inflated in price. I'll buy it back, and then I'll pay the ten cents to get all the things removed off of him, and I've got my XP back again." Last last question there: Would you buy a the ability for a board on the site to display the pens? But you have to have the board, 
to get a word of the pens. I would. I would pay to have a board behind me and I could put my pins on it. I don't need it on my profile. <clears throat> we didn't talk about the topic of the show today yet. Did we? No, we didn't. And I'm going to continue <laughs> not talking about it for a second. Um, so they announced that the, that old collections will be able to get the badges again. And, uh, Karupti here says, I can't get my collection badge anymore from last year since they're unlicensed now. I would definitely pay for a badge. So that's the reason why, and I never really put that together, but that's why the badges have to be NFTs. Yeah. Because then you own it. And so they can't just like remove your badge. Yeah. And then you can sell it. That's not the point. That's <laughs> <laughs> like cash flow, cash flow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cash is king. Somebody somebody before said, like, you know, yield is yield, gaming or whatever. No, it's not. If I win $50, I've got $50. If I win a $50 card, I've just got a card that's eventually going to be worth $0. I was going to say, yeah, actually, so yeah. the secret is you don't have a $50 card at all. And yeah. and that, that was my soapbox little thing there because we all do it over and over and over again. And yeah, it's very inefficient. It is, yeah. Inefficient about, for what? No, like you're you're sitting in this card that you don't need or you need one time. And again, we all just said if you offer me a hundred fifty dollar card, a hundred dollars in cash, I'm taking the cash. Yet literally, yeah. the Basil bot will offer you a hundred dollars for the hundred fifty dollar card right away. You're like, no. It's it, do you know what's daunting sometimes now when I go into so rare and I think about how this like how many cards get put into this game. Is you you click on that play tab. And it's got like the weekly tournament, $134,000 in cash. That's cool. 16,000 cards. That's a lot of cards for a half week tournament. That is a lot of supply in this site, excluding auctions. Like it's genuinely a surprise that I can't buy it uniques for like $10 at the moment. Like there's a lot of cards. <laughs> um, it's a lot. Yes. Yeah. What was the topic today? Uh, where to play your collections and why? Cat modes. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we... All right, let me... Do you guys have a few minutes? Because I did have like one yeah. thing I'm going to talk about. All right. I, I'll, I have to run, but I'll listen to it. So. Okay, good. Because it was actually meant for you. So I'll All let right, Nepin report Thanks. See you later. No, so the... Do you find yourself that you need to play like your collections together in these cat modes because of like what we were saying, how it's like such a benefit. Yeah. That, that's what, that's kind of what I want to talk about today. Cause I, I get asked from time to time, like what, like where should I play them? Like what should I do with them? Like what's, what's best. And it's like, it kind of feels dirty playing them in mixed tournaments, especially because like if the team goes off and you've got like the goalkeeper and a defender in one lineup where the other players don't succeed, and then a midfielder somewhere else and like the other team doesn't. And it's like, man, you should really should play them together. But then again, where? Because then it's like, I look at my Champion America Rare, which is for like LDU Keto all the time. And I'm like, this these guys are now taking up a slot where I could actually be playing like really good players. But I also can't not play them because they've got monstrous boosts on them. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't know is the answer. I don't know. I don't know if it's better to play them in like cap 240 or to split them up or to keep them together. Like that. And that's what I kind of wanted the discussion today about is like trying to find like 
under what circumstances do you play somebody in all-star or in cat mode under what circumstances do you play them together or do you separate them out like and is it based on matchups form like tournament like what yeah what what could it be based on <clears throat> mike said hold on have we started the stream one hour and five minutes in yes we did <laughs> and actually the answer was we don't know um <clears throat> so i think what what you are referring to are is new collections though because like you, your barcelona collection most guys do not play for barcelona that's and right therefore yeah. do you play them together because it just feels so, like and you, you know should? what sometimes it happens as well like in the spanish the the Spanish pro mode, the where you can have like one limited, sorry, one common and four limiteds. I always tend to just put all the Barcelona guys in there from like different clubs. Cause I'm like, how cool does this look? So that's what I do with Ren. Yeah. And it's like, how cool does this look is probably not an optimal server strategy. <laughs> it's not. But when it works, you're gonna be like, Yeah, I knew how cool this did that look? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should be doing this. Um, yeah. Sorahan said older collections where players are spread out to other clubs. So it's a lot easier to play more of them. So the, the problem actually with that though, is now you have to hope for five good matchups instead yeah. of one. And I mean, that's what, the more stacking than collecting, but what I'm having a little bit of pain with at the moment is like, I, I have Marquinhos, Hakimi and Dembele who all play for, PSG, but they're all from different collections from different clubs. And it's like they're playing together, but they don't look like they're playing together. And it's annoying. So I'm kind of like, I want them to be in the same collection. So maybe I should get this year's, not the PSG have one, but it, you know, in theory, maybe I should get yeah. them all from the same collection. But then the reason why I bought them in the first place is because I have like some Barcelona players where Dembele was from and some other PSG players. And, and so it's like, okay, now I'm like, like opening up a spider web of like this is just getting out of control so like for example because i have got some good psg players i've got joel cancelo uh which is the bayern version ter stegen which is like two years old um barcelona version and i wanted like uh, i bought joel felix which is the atletico madrid version and i now have gunda one that's the man city version <laughs> it's like for me to get this like, i've now got a barcelona stack but for me to get any collection bonus on this I'm going to have to spend a significant amount of money, right? Like it's like, so I'm sitting there like, yeah, I've got a great collection, but I actually haven't. See, I kind of love that part too. I think I'm just a little too, um, dumb is not the right word, but I'll use it that I feel like that stuff matters. Like it obviously doesn't matter. But I like I have a very specific goal of trying to win a reward with five players from this Ren collection, of which all five of the players I have cannot play for the same team currently. Yeah. That'd be fun. That would be fun. It's really stupid. It's probably suboptimal in any situation that I put it in, except maybe 240. But I'm like, no, that I just want to do this. And so it's actually making me a worse so rare player, <laughs> but but I want to try it. Yeah, and 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 that like you know talking about like what's the goal? Like you know I, I stand by one of my goals from that like I mentioned to you uh, maybe even a year or so ago now is like I want to have a gallery that is 
exclusively full of rewards and nothing else and still be competitive in SO5. Like, and, and it's it's going to be something that takes, well, probably like my entire time on Zorad to start working towards, especially mm-hmm. if I keep selling rewards, right? Like, sure. um, but also, yeah, like win, winning a reward with a set of rewards would be great. Winning a reward of the scarcity above with rewards that you won from the scarcity below would be even, even greater. Yeah. But also winning something with a full collection, like I want that, like I, th- I thought I would have done it with my Arsenal collection by now, but they just, they have no synergy with how they score points together. Um, but yeah, winning a reward with a collection, like a full collection, that'd be, that'd be brilliant. Because you see people stacking, but stacking is different to collecting, yeah. right? And winning with the collection, that would be, that would be beautiful. Because then it's like a team effort, isn't it? Like if you finish first with that Ren 5, but the reason why you finished first was because you have the whole collection and that XP bonus that you got was the reason. It's mm-hmm. like the the team, they, they all won you that reward, not just the five that you plugged in. Kev Hurd's calling it romanticism. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to run with that. I'm definitely doing that. Um it's Wilson said, I want a tier one reward with a tier three reward. Best feeling. Yeah. It is really nice when you win a reward and you look back and you're like, I won a few of those. Like I didn't go out and buy those. And, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. Unless it's one exec and then he stops, stops playing football. Oh, he's yeah. playing. He's just yeah. lineup killing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We're going to stop there. Thank you to everybody for joining. Thanks for Keith for joining, like, uh, you know, from outside and then having to go. But uh, if you guys could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. Uh, I think who was here earlier. But yeah, this is the last Sora Data stream of the week. So don't look for anything more. This was it. Damn. Yeah, sorry. We'll hey, be back Monday. Back. I'll be back Monday. Um, so yeah, thank you, everybody. And uh, good luck with your collections. <laughs>